Hello, everyone, and welcome to the TNT Podcast with your boy, Torres Finney, and my co-host, Tyler Layfield. What's up, Tyler? Nothing much, man. Excited. It's been a great week in sports. I've uh, I enjoyed this week so far, man. It's, it's been a blast. How about yourself, though? <sighs> I mean, my Steelers won, as I guaranteed. I told them congratulations before the game anyway, but we yep. knew they was going to win. We also knew the Clippers were going to win. Did we? Sadly. Something didn't happen right. You know? Oh. It, 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 it wasn't a part of the NBA conspiracy plan. It wasn't a part of the plan. So. <laughs> Please oh save it. I look, I look, man, who who saw this? Who really saw this? I'm not going to lie to you. Who saw this, Tyler? Nobody. Stop, stop it. Last stop show. It. Last show, somebody did say that. Uh, <laughs> I ain't going to lie. Last show, somebody did say that they would win in game seven. And then the show before that, two people uh, predicted that it would go seven. So I'm not going to say that nobody saw it coming, but it was pretty far-fetched. I will say that. I'm not, not trying to brag about it, but hey, what <laughs> happened? 3-1, 19-point leads in game five and game six. You robbed it in the fourth quarter with the lead. What is going on? And you, it's just like, I don't know. But Choke City. As I said the last show, oh my gosh, Choke City. Let me tell you something. I want, and plus, I want to get this out to all the people that have been getting on Kawhi. Let me, let me just say something to all y'all real quick. Go ahead. Okay, when a lot of people were talking about Kawhi being the best player in the league at that time, he had a case. So I want to end that he right did. there. He, had a, he had a great case because defensively, he was better than anybody in the league. Offensively, he wasn't the best offensive player, but was good enough to be top five. He was passing, he was rebounding, he was doing everything efficiently. So I don't want to hear nothing about, oh, don't have the same sentence, Kawhi and LeBron in the same sentence. The last time I checked, LeBron James ain't been to the finals the past two years. Well, Kawhi has, and he took a Toronto Raptor team that ain't no water title and won it for him. So I want to end that right there. Two, yes, he had a bad game in game seven. He did, 0-4-11 between him and Paul George in game seven. I agree. But let's go back to game five when he scored. 13 straight points in the fourth quarter, or when he dropped 36 in game five, or in game six, he dropped 25, and Paul George scored 33. Where was the bench for the Clippers? Where was Lou Williams? Where was Marcus Morris? Where was Pat Beverly? Those guys scored two points, five points, shooting two for 17. What the heck is that? Explain that to me. Exactly. The Clippers, look, I, I about lost my mind, and you know what? I, bought, I did a lot of things. I about lost my mind because the Clippers really disappointed me. I had to get that out. Mm -hmm. uh, Nuggets, congratulations. The Nuggets did play really well. They played well. very great. They played. They played. But now, but see, you know what somebody said? What? The Clippers were built to beat the Lakers, but they weren't built to have be a playoff and be in the playoff. I, I don't know about that one either, buddy. I, I still Ooh, have them. Get out of here. If you got trouble with Jokic, you're going to have trouble with LeBron and AD, brother. Like they were look just like Jokic was finding the slasher on every play, like making those passes like this. I, I know a guy that can do that. I know a guy that can do that very, very well. And and, he, and he's doing it right now. And he's still in this. And he's a, he's about to do it to that same team. They they would have had problems either way, man. 
it starts with, like you said, that bench. So they got exposed. Lou Williams, he was missing wide open layups. Montrezl Harrell was a non-factor. Uh, Zubac is Zubac. He's okay. He's okay, but you can't you can't rely on guys like that. Like if you're if you're if you're pushing for NBA Finals, you, you can't rely on a guy like him to be your main center. You cannot, bro. It's it's. You, you uh, um, okay. Uh, what did the Warriors do? They had who? Zaza Pachulia. Uh, yeah, and they also hurt. Oh, he God. also, hey, Zaza was out there uh, hurting folks to get there. Uh, Zubac is too nice. I, I mean, you, I mean, you don't want to say that you can't be the penal. Zaza Pachulia and Zubac are same level, as we've been honest. But I see him look at. You say you can, you can't really depend on those players, but those are the players that win you the title. Look at the Raptors last year. I mean, Fred Van Fleet. Now I'm not pinning them in yeah, the same yeah, level yeah, category. Yeah. But you, you got to remember. Lowry, he's, he's shown that he's Kyle good Lowry. as well. I mean, dude, it, it's two different things. And and in a way, Kawhi did get exposed. We got to be real here for a second. We got to have an honest talk about Kawhi here. How? Like, how? He needs a ball handler. He needs he needs a ball handler on his team. If anything, if we go back and we look at Toronto, that he had a Kyle Lowry. He had Fred Van Vliet. He, you can't give – he can't – hold the ball all the time. He can't be like LeBron where he has the ball on him and make it the whole game. He can't do I, I'm just being honest with you, brother. He can't do it. See, see this is this is what's not the whole game. But this Tyler, that, that's what I'm trying to get though. These guys gave up a lead that they had. They yeah. had those games. I mean we're talking about they went on long runs without playing good defense at all at all it was more mm. the defensive end than the offensive end now when they as the games went on yes they got cold yes muscle fatigue started to come in yes you started to see those air balls and off the side of the rim bull crap if you anybody should have muscle fatigue it should be denver they played a seven game series the clippers played a six game series beforehand and they were making Roger. shots i'm not i'm not gonna give them that and plus that's the clippers load manage brother they were load they managing the whole season i'm not Listen, the muscle fatigue thing, it's a non-factor. We, we got to rule that one out, man. I, I don't know, man. If you can't take the heat, stay out of the kitchen. If you can't oh. take this kind of stuff, it, it, I'm just saying you're not going to win, man. They they, we, they even sat Paul George and Kawhi in a bubble game that uh, affected the, the seating. Remember against the Blazers where Damian Lillard missed free throws? They sat them in order to rest them. So they were even getting rest in the bubble. I'm just saying you can't you can't play the tired factor on that one. Well, I have to disagree with that because, oh well, what was said in the interview? The interview literally said Doc Rivers was talking to his team, Doc and there was, was players saying, excuses left and right. He's got, hey, he literally what? was saying his players were tired. He said it was oh they were falling, they were tapping their head and said, "Let's get out of the game. I need a breather." And this is at, only playing five to ten minutes. They said, "I need a breather." So, I'm asking the question. That's the main question. Like, what is going on? Like, what is actually going on? I the Nuggets had a fat boy at the five running up and down the court, and he wasn't asking to get tapped out, Brand. He was not asking to come out the game. Because Jokic don't really run up and here. down the court like that. He don't run up and down the court like that, Tyler. Oh, don't oh, tell he, me. He don't tell me Okay, on that fast break point, what is he most of the time doing? He's throwing, <laughs> he's the one that's throwing the pass. True. He's court. still having a game. He yeah. barely sat that game either, though. He barely sat game seven. Man. Dude was putting up minutes. Yeah. Well, um. Gary Harris, they were making them run. Trick. Making them. Yeah. 
But that that's one of the main things, man. I was looking at, and it's it's, it's I look the Clippers. The main question is next: What's going to happen with this team? All right, mm-hmm. that's the main question. Yeah. And I see him coming back, man. Uh, Paul Jordan. Now they call him PG excuses. I mean, he got a lot of names. I ain't gonna lie to you. Mm-hmm. It's just they literally had a full list. And <laughs> You know, oh my gosh, they had some really bad names. Didn't they get a full chemistry? They didn't play a full NBA season. I mean, come on now. I'm just, I'm just saying what the man's saying. Yeah. So do, next year, do I expect them to be better? They should be. You know, I, I thought there was a championship worthy team, and but like I said earlier, this team was built. They built their team a bit around trying to beat one team. They didn't build their team of trying to okay, let's have a long playoff run and win the title. They said, because a lot of people knew this. This is what they thought. Okay, if we beat the Lakers, we're going to the finals. That's that's the thinking of most teams mm-hmm. in the West. We okay. beat the Lakers, we're going to the finals. Instead of thinking, well, I still got the Nuggets. I still got the Mavericks. Yeah. Probably wasn't the smartest idea, I guess. I mean, it wasn't. I, I, it wasn't. I got a question for you. All right, so say Porzingis didn't get hurt. Say that Porzingis didn't get hurt round one, and the way that they played against them, could, could we have pot- – I mean, it's got me thinking maybe they would have lost first round. Honestly, so I'm just man. I'm being serious. They got exposed, bro. But, I mean, you're looking at it because a big man has given them troubles. I mean, when Porzingis played, he gave them trouble. Even yeah. though they won a few of those games, he gave them trouble because they really didn't have an effective big man. And I think that would have probably been a problem if they would have played the Lakers. I don't think I really don't think really anybody can guard Anthony Davis when he's on his game. He's just too big, mm-hmm. too athletic, great ball, great ball handler. Yeah, he's just really great. Mm-hmm. So, when he's on his game, I just – it's hard. But, I mean, that's him, though. You got to mm-hmm. have everybody else. So, if you're shutting down everybody else, then that's how you beat the Lakers. But I just don't know, man, because the Lakers still got a lot of pieces, which, I, like I said, LeBron built himself up a, another primetime team playing against poop-de-doop players. Poop-de-doop. Poop-de-doop that beat your Clippers. Nope, and, cooking, hey, and don't and don't yeah. play the don't play the cake don't play the cakewalk card either because we came into this saying man this is the best eight seed of all time the Portland Trailblazers man I I could see them going six game don't even play the cakewalk card they had to play them then not to mention before they played the Rockets you were predicting six games you were predicting either six or seven games ago you gave them credit bro so don't even play the cakewalk card okay. You want to know why I did that? You, you really want to know why? Okay, wow. well, for one, for one, yes. To you lift your to spirits. No, 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 no. I respected the Lakers big time because I had them this far. Let, let's just slow that down. But two, the Rockets, I mean, the way these guys play, it's not – these guys are not playing up to their potential. That's the difference. And, you know, it, most of the time I'm like, okay, maybe I finally believe they're going to change. We looked at Westbrook. <clears throat> what did he change from the past few years? Nothing. He literally did nothing in that series. Like, I don't want to hear nothing else from Westbrook. I don't want to hear nothing else from Westbrook until I see him go to the final. Yeah. Until I see him. He can have a quadruple-double season. I don't want to – I don't care. Because yeah. he does this every year. So, I don't want to hear nothing else about Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Hart played a little better in the playoffs. He, he did, did. He did. He played a little better. And but he still struggled. They're <laughs> they're screwed for the future. They, they've got – They are. They, they, they got too much money locked into two guys. Um uh, and, and the small ball thing again. I'm just not. I'm not uh, buying into it. I just don't think it works. Um, it won't work, man. The D'Antoni. I mean, you can't do that. You got to have 
some size. I yeah. mean, that's the, I mean the small well the depth lineup for the Warriors. The reason why it worked is because different. they had Kevin Durant. Yeah. Yeah. They they freaking, Kevin Durant's seven foot, man. Seven yeah, you, foot. you can exactly. get away with that. Exactly. When you, when you got a seven footer that can move like that, you had Iguodala, who was a big boy as well. You got you Draymond, know? who plays bigger Draymond. than his size. Yeah. Clay and Curry. Like, yeah. Clay's a, a tall too. He's like what six, six seven. seven. So I mean, yeah. It, it's it's but, still but got that, height. That's true. Yeah. So hey, let, let's look into the Clippers a little bit for the for the uh, future here. So we everybody's immediate thoughts were Doc Rivers is going to get uh, some. You know, they might have to get rid of him. Obviously, they've dismissed those rumors. They're keeping him. They done came out and committed to him, right? And we're looking ahead to the future. This was Montrez Harrell's last year on contract with them. He's going to command more money, so that's a that's an automatic guy they're going to be losing. They're locked into Pat Bev. I think I was looking it up yesterday. They were they're locked into him at like. Uh, they're actually paying him a pretty penny, around $14, $15 million a year for the next three years, I want to say. So, yeah, uh, Lou Williams, I think they're still locked into him for another year or two. Um, so I, I'm wondering what the missing piece is going to have to be. Somebody was talking about, actually, on ESPN Today, um, I believe it may have been, like, uh, Sean Marks or somebody. They said, uh, you might be seeing, like, a Chris Paul trade. Uh, they might be trying to look for a Chris Paul, which would work, but uh, what assets do you have to trade? Uh, and, and, you know, because they, they got rid of everything for Paul George this past uh, offseason. You have to so, give up some of that bench. You got to give uh, up some of that bench. If I'm you the do. Thunder, I'm not trading for Lou Williams. I'm not trading – you know what I'm saying? I'm not trading for guys like that. You got to include some future assets. And they just – I don't think they have it. Maybe Terrence Mann, mm. but I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Shemek ain't – I mean, that's not something worth trade for. I mean, I ain't going to lie to you. That's not – it's not it's not really worth it. But if they were to get Chris Paul, I mean – that would be oh, beneficial. Yeah. I'd take him serious. That would be beneficial. I mean, yes, imagine having a point guard like that on your team. So, they, but hey, you have to give up some of that bench. Yeah. yeah, you're talking really good. I, I look at them, you know, I don't know, man. And it it, it just depends. I, I look at this. And a lot of people, I was looking at a lot of uh, articles about this with Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers, in all honesty, besides that championship with the Celtics, what Which he, he got lucky. He got lucky with because Bonham got hurt. That, that he Bonham. did. Thank you for pointing that out. Mm -hmm. So besides that, besides that, what has he done? Hold like what has he really done to well, make himself as one of the top coaches in the league? Because I can make a case, Eric Schmoster is better. Oh yeah, you definitely can. I can I'll, make give, I'll give him this much. I'll give him this much. Uh, last year, what he did with that Clipper team without any superstars, that was pretty nice. I will admit that. That was. That, that was, was pretty – got to give him credit on that one. But, um, but yes, like you said, Spolstra, who else did you have in mind that might be better? Um, I was – I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I was thinking about guys like Nick Nurse. Yeah. You know, look what he did with the Raptors. Um, I mean, a lot of people like to make this debate with Steve Kerr. I mean – is up is I mean hey look he he didn't inherit a good team but so did Phil Jackson all his years he true, inherited a lot of true. good teams so but you know a, a part of being a great coach you got to know how to play your stars and exactly. I think that's what hurt Doc Rivers I think Doc Rivers can get a you know a lot of role players and get them to the playoffs I think he can do that I think he's really good at doing that of Jamal Crawford and all those boys I think he can do that but when he got finally got some stars on the team he struggles and I think he allows them to do so much by themselves instead of actually coaching mm -hmm. because he makes a lot of mistakes about like how who the guys he put in and when he put them in and when they go cold he just leave them in it like paul george paul george should be taking still be taking 20 shots when the man is going one for 
one for eight, one for nine. Yeah. Slow him down. Make him start passing the ball around a little bit. Don't be saying shoot the ball more. If you feel it, keep shooting. Don't stop yeah. shooting. You can't be you can't be doing that. Mm-hmm. Even even Phil Jackson himself used to have sometimes calm calm down Kobe or MJ. He used True. to have to do it sometimes. Like Scotty, you got to take the shot tonight. You know, Sue's, uh, you know, Gasol or Odom or Artest, you got to sh- uh, take the shots tonight for either one of those guys. So, Doc Rivers ain't got that, man. And it was so funny. I saw somebody said, said Kawhi didn't need a doctor. He needed a nurse. Yeah. <laughs> he needed a Nick Nurse. Yeah. Hey, Doc Rivers. real talk. So, he stayed in Toronto. He'd be in the finals this year. I, mean, I really I really do I think that. Know. Yeah, he'd be in the I, finals. I it wouldn't even be a contest in these. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's man, just my and opinion. And as we were talking about, I mean, look, the Heat are an incredible team, but man, yeah. I just don't see. I wouldn't. I don't see them being that Raptors team from last no. year. But nobody would be able to guard Kawhi. I mean, because when Kawhi Kawhi was on a lot of these times in the playoffs, he did have some, you know, uh, funky fourth quarters. Yeah, but when he was on, he played really well, man. They were just asking too much of him, honestly, and. It's just he he can't he can't be overloaded like that. It's he's got to have some help. It's just, it's just yeah. like anybody. You got to have some help. So um, let's let's jump into these All NBA teams real quick. So we got the first team. Uh, it was released here recently. Uh, unanimously voted were Giannis and LeBron at the forward spots. Uh, we got James Harden, Anthony Davis, and Luca to round it out. I have no arguments here with those. I thought all five of those had really good years. Um, did you see anything there that, you know, anybody that should have maybe broke in there that uh, that didn't? I am a big fan. I'm glad my boy Luca made it, man. You got to remember, this is his second season in the NBA. And, yes, he made it. Had a great case to make, I mean, be MVP. He got those type of numbers. Um, Anthony Davis, I mean, no question. He leads the Lakers in all categories except for one, which is assists, which LeBron led the entire NBA in. So mm-hmm. in in year seventeen, I mean, good lord, I mean, you got to That's incredible. Yep. So, uh, Giannis, who most believe will win MVP, even though he didn't show it in the playoffs, but he probably will win MVP. That happens quite often here recently. Uh, I mean, LeBron can't win it every year. Yeah, MJ can win it every year. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you look at it like this: Kobe only got one. Yeah, it kind of sucks. And out of twenty years, you're telling me Kobe was only MVP one year? Yeah. You know, true. I think of, yeah, exactly, exactly. Not true. So that MVP can be, you know, on both sides of the fence. Yeah. Um, I really don't. I mean, the only the only person you probably can argue that shouldn't be on the team probably would be Harden. Yeah. That's the only one. Yeah, he had I a great season statistically. Yeah, he he scored really efficiently, scored really well. So, um, I'd have to give him the lean there. I, I think he's done enough. Um, the only person you can swap out. All right, let's do this. Who would you swap out from team two to team one? If there's one guy there, so just for the listeners out there, team two includes Kawhi Leonard, Nikola Jokic, Damian Lillard, Chris Paul, Pascal Siakam. Uh, just based off this year, um, I, th- I think, well, Lillard battled, battled some injuries. I think that might have been what kind of screwed him a little bit. They uh, sat Kawhi a good bit. Like I said, low manage. That kind of hurts your chances. Um, and Nikola Jokic, I think he actually had a – a little bit of an injury issue this year at some point as well. Uh, if I had to pick one there, just based off of this season alone, I'm a little bit biased right now, but, uh, you know, I, I don't know. If I have to say right now, based off of what I'm seeing in the playoffs, it'd be Jokic. But if we're looking at just regular season, which this does go off of, um, I'd probably go probably Kawhi just because. Really? Kawhi? Yeah. yeah. I, and maybe Damien, but he's battled injury, like I said. 
That's true. I was thinking about, I mean, he won the MVP for the bubble. And I was mm-hmm. thinking about when you actually look, when Damon Lillard had to play, I mean, he willed that AC team, uh, that team to the AC, I meant. And when they were down, like, they were around the 10th or 11th yeah. for a good minute. And then they went to ninth, and, you know, obviously they played the play-in game against Memphis. Mm-hmm. And if anybody had opportunity to – I mean, if anybody you could take off and say put somebody on, it would probably be switch out James Harden for Damian Lillard. Now, yes, James, James Harden truly deserves it. I'm not taking away from him. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's one of the best scores we've probably seen in Martin Day in the hot minute. You know, he ain't the best scorer, but he's mm-hmm. one of the best. He's up there. He's up there. Yeah. He's up there. He is. So, I, I really agree. I really agree on some of that. I, I just, you know, the only reason I didn't give him as much credit there is because I think they closed off the voting. They, Because if I'm correct, I know the MVP, I know they voted based off of basically the beginning of the season to when the pandemic hit. They didn't mm-hmm. factor in bubble. So, I'm kind of thinking really? like that a little bit. Yeah, they didn't factor in the bubble into the MVP voting. I know that much. Now, I don't know if they did that for all NBA. I'd have to look into that. But – if we're if we're factoring in bubble, then yeah, you have a great case on that one. Honestly, Damian showed yeah. out, so uh, we rounded out with the third team being Jason Tatum, Jimmy Butler, Rudy Gobert, Ben Simmons, and a surprising one here, Russell Westbrook, uh, cracking it. So didn't all didn't really agree with that one. I figured somebody else, maybe uh, I don't know, Bradley Bill. Uh, yes. <laughs> that, that stat that went around that he's the only person that's ever averaged thirty points a game and six assists and has never made an All NBA team. So. Uh, he definitely got snubbed there. Man, I'm not going to lie. Like, I mean, Ben Simmons had a better season this year, but, you know, there's no way I'm having him over Bradley Beal. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's a that's an easy choice for me. Yeah. I, I, I truly don't agree with that one, man. I really no, don't. No, he it's snubbed in the All-Star and snubbed in the All-NBA. You hate to see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. He deserved better, Bradley. He, he deserves better. He does, man. Go to, the, go to the Hawks or something, man. Oh, <laughs> go somewhere else. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? Oh, man. All right, you want to hop into some uh, some NFL picks this week? Heck yeah, let's do it. All right, all right. So we're going to pick a couple uh, – we'll do a couple 1 o'clock games here. Why not go with the hometown Falcons here? They're going to be going against uh, the other – another 0-1 team, the Dallas Cowboys um, at 1 o'clock. So we'll be watching that one for sure. Uh, what do you see going on in this one? Did you get to catch either of these teams this past week? Um, I saw the Falcons. Um, same struggles as <laughs> forever. Yeah. <laughs> right, man. I mean, right now their offense is top notch. The Falcons does not have to do anything else to that offense. They don't worry about the offensive line. Yeah, it's good. Don't worry about the quarterback, no receiver. Probably need a little bit better running game because it looks like to me every time they get the third and one, fourth and one, fourth and two, anything short yardage, the Falcons can't get it. And they've been like that ever since I was young. Like anytime short yardage, they can't get the dog off thing. But besides that, you got to remember, they played a phenomenal team last year. I mean, uh, last week out of Seattle. I mean, Russell Wilson was a freaking monster. The man Damn. did not miss a single incompletion of first half. He went 31 for 35, had, what, three, four touchdowns. So, yeah, he, he played nearly a perfect game. I don't expect that out of Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. Now, the question is, do the Fal- are the Falcons going to start out 0-2? Because this is an easy 0-2, a type of game where the Falcons could lose. Like, they could, they literally supposed to beat this team, but you can see them lose it because of them not yeah. playing up to their potential. Um, I saw Dallas in some of their Sunday night game against the Rams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they look okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you take away that bad call, I mean, they have an opportunity to win. You they know, did, on, uh, yeah. Amari Cooper and uh, – Jalen Ramsey. Uh, 
Jalen Ramsey, yeah. Mm -hmm. So you take away that call, I mean, they had a great opportunity to win. And I just – they played a phenomenal defense. I don't think the Falcons' defense is as potent as the Rams. No. Uh, that's that's the only thing I worry about. You know, yeah. will that Falcons' defense finally step up? Then if, if it don't, Dan Quinn's on the hot seat because that's the type of coach Dan Quinn is. Defensive-minded coaching is not showing. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what you get in the draft. He get all these defensive players. Yeah, and it's not showing. So no, no. I might have to. I'm I'm going to go with Atlanta in this one. I will okay. go with Falcons in this one. I got. I I, I think they step up this game. I cool. Yeah. Um. So the Cowboys. I know they're missing Leighton Vanderesh. He's out for a little while with a uh, broke collarbone. That's a big hit. Uh, still got Jalen Smith. Um. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go with the Cowboys here. I'm gonna go with them coming back. I do like this Cowboys team a lot. I said that before the season started. Um, I can see them doing something. They're not facing Aaron Donald. They're not facing Jalen Ramsey, you know, this year, uh, this this week. So, um, I think they're going to pick them. It's going to be a high-scoring game, bro. It's going to be a high-scoring game. But I think the Cowboys um, will edge that one out. Uh, so, let's kick it off next to your Steelers versus the Denver Broncos. Denver is down. Phillip Lindsey, um, he, he's out right now with, like, a, a, a turf toe. I think they lost A.J. Boye this past week as well. Mm -hmm. So. Um, not much going on there. And then I think you guys took a couple hits to the offensive line this past week. We but other than we that, uh, James Conner may be battling some injury. He don't even look that great. He don't even look like the best running back on the team. Looks like Benny Snell right now. So uh, what do you think of him? Um, well, I saw Benny Snell do some of that stuff last year when Conner was out. And Snell has been a beast. He's really good. Yeah, I mean, if anybody remember, he's from Kentucky. He had great, phenomenal seasons at Kentucky. He, he was a beast. Some of their best seasons. I think ain't that the same year when Kentucky beat Florida? Um, yeah, I think so. Them. Think so, so. Yeah, they they always. I mean, when he was there, he was freaking dominant. Mm -hmm. But right now, I mean, the Steelers—they're really known for plugging in pieces and guys being able to play. So I, I really have a lot of confidence in what Mike Tomlin can do with the Steelers all, um, on the offensive line. Uh, two, right now, I mean. The Steelers look good, even though they mm -hmm. played the Giants. They start out a little slow. Yeah, I mean, this is Big Ben's first game. He didn't play no preseason. He did it start was his off first slow, yeah. game. He started off a little slow, but then when Big Ben get going, woo, 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 like I say, and I told a lot of people, everybody was like, "Juju, another top receiver." I yeah. Said, well, look at his quarterbacks, man. He oh, ain't yeah. have no quarterback. Now he got the man back. He got the sheriff back in town. And guess what? The sheriff in town put all the law back in order. Because the Pittsburgh Steelers were going at those Giants touchdown. Shut here. down touchdown. Saquon, bro. I, I love I love the defensive side of things, man. They they went Boy. ham on that end. Tyler, yes, that Steelers defense. How many people you would if you want to walk in that game? I said Saquon Barkley's gonna have fifteen rushes on. He said, okay, he probably gonna have around 80, 90 yards. Yep. This no. dude had six. Yeah, it was it was it was tough sledding the whole game. He was getting hit in the backfield. Bud Dupree. T.J. Watt, they put on a show, son. They were coming off that edge, and, and they were being aggressive. It was it was uh, fun to watch. I enjoyed it. Cam Hayward, I mean, this team is loaded defensively yeah. on all parts. Yeah. And that's why and that's why I'm saying, look, Denver, Denver struggled big time against the uh, Titans, and they lost that game. And I think our, Titan, our defense is better than the Titans' defense anyway. Mm -hmm. So, hey. I easily – I mean, Count I, it up. This Two and up. Be a week I don't pick against my Steelers. Yeah. So, Steelers, baby. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna roll with you too. I'm gonna go two and zero. They're gonna they're gonna shut that down. They're already down. Philip Lindsay. Hey, Kiever, guess what? You about to be zero and two. 
Yeah. It looks like it. It looks like it. Sorry, Kiever. Sorry. Uh, let's see. Um, one of the four o'clock games, we got Ravens-Texans. So, Lamar Jackson versus Deshaun Watson. Should be pretty good. Deshaun Watson coming off of a loss to Patrick Mahomes himself. Uh, the Ravens coming off of a pretty easy win. Um, J.K. Dobbins showed out that first game. Mark Ingram didn't even have to really do much. They just had a real easy-going game. Um, I see it really going – I'm not going to say it's going to be an easy game, but I think the Ravens end up handling this one pretty pretty well. Um, they're going to probably control the clock. Lamar can run. They got some good running backs back there and Gus Edwards, J.K. Dobbins, and Mark Ingram. So, three good guys there. Uh, the wide receivers are actually starting to show off a little bit. Marquise Brown, Devin Duvernay, and then you got Mark Andrews holding it down at tight end. So, uh, that defense is no joke. And it's a heck of a lot better than the Chiefs. And the Chiefs did pretty good against Deshaun. So, um, uh, I'm going to bang home the Ravens on this one. Well, I agree with you, brother. Um, I ain't going to lie to you, man. Uh, I might be biting a bullet on this one because Baltimore did look good last week. And, yes, they did play the Browns. But they look really good. Um, I didn't see a missing step. Like, right now, if you had to go just based off week one and say who's the MVP, I mean, obviously you make a case for Aaron Rodgers and – you know, Russell Wilson, but Lamar Jackson would probably be number one back mm-hmm. in because 20 for 25 when he had three touchdowns. I mean, easy going game, blew the team out. The defense shut down the Browns. I mean, what, what was there to defense be? Don't play, man. Yeah, that defense played phenomenal. So yeah. the Ravens top to bottom are there once again. And not, I think, not this week, but week three on Monday night, they play the Chiefs. Ooh. So, I know. So, I mean, that's actually – that's going to be a phenomenal game to see in itself. So, I mean, right now I think you got the Chiefs and the Ravens at num- the top two in the AFC, and everybody else is just looking above, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so who, who you got in this one? You got the Ravens? I got the Ravens. I got the Ravens. All right. I just – Deshaun Watson, I got a lot of confidence in him. I think he's going to play better. Um, I think them, them getting hot at the end of that game uh, was a little bit better for them. Mm-hmm. It could come out hot because the Texans are that type of team. To do, they're really known for upsetting a lot of teams in the regular season. They can do that. Um, but Definitely. I just think the Ravens, the Ravens just got too much, man. True, true. All right, we'll make these last two pretty quick. Uh, Patriots-Seahawks Sunday night. Seahawks, uh, but well, both of them coming off of a win. Uh, Cam Newton looking pretty good in his opening uh, game as a Patriot. Uh, had a couple rushing touchdowns there. Um, other than that, I was – I don't know. I don't know whether to believe in that offense a lot because it – he, I mean, it looked okay. It looked different. Um, I don't know. The defense still looked okay. But I, I think I'm going to go Seahawks. I think that every every week – Seahawks are one of those teams, too. They pull off games that sometimes they probably shouldn't, um, even though I think that they probably should win. I think they're actually favored in this one. So, I think they'll be, a, they'll be fine. They're finally let Russell Wilson kind of control the offense. It looks like they're going to let him pass more often, which is a good sign. Uh, Russell Wilson, to be honest with you, I think this might be his MVP year. He's finally, he's finally going to get that. I think this could be – I think they're going to unleash him. And Pete Carroll's always pretty good at, um, you know, trying out some good defenses. So, um, I'm, I'm going to go with the, the Seahawks here. It's at Seattle. I know there's probably not going to be a crowd, but still, tough place to play. Give me the Seahawks. It is. Um, I might go against you on this. I might go New England. Ooh, let's um, do it. Uh, I'm going with New England in this one. The reason why I'll take New England, uh, I think Belichick has still got something to prove. Uh, right now, their defense did look good against Miami. It is Miami. It's Miami. Yeah. It's Miami. But 
that defense is still top notch. And I truly believe, I mean, you got them boys, Gilmore, you got um old buddy and linebacker, can't think of that Hightower. So you still I think he opted out, man. I think Hightower opted out. Really? Mm-hmm. I'll have to fact check that. Keep talking. I'm gonna fact check that real quick. But but currently, I mean, but still, that defense did look really good for the they did. They looked really good in that first game. Um, you got guys like I think Cam Newton. I mean, Josh McDaniels got a lot to work with with Cam. He do, mm-hmm. and he's if anybody can find a way to throw up different types of things for that offense, it's probably him. And I think yeah. Cam now. That's the thing with Cam. When Cam's healthy, because he should be healthy right now. I hope he ain't got no lingering injuries. That's one thing. That's one thing I didn't mention our last uh, podcast. But uh, after the game, that there was a video of him getting into it with some of the Miami players. Apparently, they tried to snatch his chain, is what he said. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the video, it looked like he was grabbing his hamstring. So something yeah, to keep an eye I saw on. That. I don't think he has a lingering. In- Hopefully, he don't have a lingering injury. That's mm-hmm. the main thing. But when Cam's healthy, the I mean, now, will this go on for the middle of the season? Because I wouldn't pick this game if it was in, like, the end of the season, the middle of the season, because yeah. he'd be beat up. But since it's the start of the season, he's not beat up. I, can I get that logic. Running. Yeah. I can, I can see him running a lot more and not being, you know, injured. or All hurt. bruised and battered. All yeah. bruised and battered. I can see – because it's an early game. Yeah, it's so a good I, point. I, I'll take Cam a little bit athleticism early on. I think Russell Wilson will have a phenomenal game. Like you say, this is a great year to have an MVP case for him. So, I think he will. I think he will. Uh, let's. I think we can fly through this one pretty quick. But Saints and Raiders Monday night. Uh, what's there to say? I'm going Saints all in. The defense looked good. I know the offense is down. Michael Thomas. He's got a high ankle sprain, so that kind of sucks for him. Uh, but man, they they uh they have people they have places. So I mean, to go with Traquan Smith, he can step up. Jared Cook, he looked pretty good this past week, and Emmanuel Sanders will probably fill in for Michael Thomas. So I think they'll be fine there. They'll probably um, implement. Camara more into the past game, even though he's getting a good work there already. But um, now he'll probably just get a couple more uh, catches than normal, and I think they'll just pick up where they left off. Well, I, I can agree with you on that one a little bit, yeah. Tyler. Uh, I think I, I I would think the Saints, but I'm going against it a little bit. I'm going Raiders. Oh, yes, I'm that going is, that Raiders. Is very bold. Um, the reason why I go Raiders, man, I see I see some improvement in them. Well, like I said last week, yes, they beat the Panthers on a comeback game. 34-30. Now, it is the Panthers. I mean, we, we got to remember these teams, I mean, defensively, the Panthers, we knew that they were going to lose a little bit defensively. Mm-hmm. But the Raiders look really good. John Gruden, this is third year. I mean, out of all these years, he's finally got the team. This is supposed to be the year. He had his first year when he let everybody go. Second year when he drafted his players, mm-hmm. got all the free agents. Third year, this is it. This is your junior year, basically. Yeah. So, you know, you got the freshman, sophomore. Junior year is when you're supposed to start playing. That's when you're supposed to be at your best. I can see the Raiders making a statement game on Monday night. I okay. can see this being his game. I can I can see that. So, I'm going right. to go Raiders. I'm going to go Raiders. pick. Bold pick. I like Bold it. Pick. Not too shabby. Um, also, I want to do a quick pick. I think this is just a quick pick. I think Tampa Bay is going to come back against Carolina. That's one game. Oh, I'll yeah. That's an easy bounce back. Yeah. I see San Francisco coming back against the Jets after losing to the Cardinals last week. Okay. Um, as well. Um, and yeah. I think uh, that Vikings and Colts game is probably the hardest game to pick out of anybody. Mm-hmm. Or would you cons- or would you think the Redskins and the Cardinals? Which one do you think is harder to pick? Um, no, nah, I think I think Vikings-Colts. I think that'll be close. Uh, both, both teams find ways to make things closer than they need to sometimes. So That's true. 
Yeah, for sure. So uh, I understand that we have some UFC this weekend, correct? We do, man. Let's do. All right, let's uh, let's do some picks here. Lead us off with uh, with this main card. Well, you got a middleweight bout first main card. You got Kevin Holland versus Darren Stewart. Um, two big time primetime guys. I mean. They're trying to be on the upcome of the middleweight division because the middleweight division is starting to open up a little bit. I mean, you still got your guys like Yo Romero, Darren Till, um, Robert Whitaker, which is fighting Jared Cannonier. Like, holy smoke, what a fight that's going to be in a few in the next month. But – and then also you got the middleweight championship, which is next week, which we will be doing. Uh, Paula Costa versus Israel. That's going to be lit. But in this, um, I'm going to pick – Kevin Holland. I'm sorry, I take it back. I'm going to pick Darren Stewart in this one. I think Darren Stewart is going to uh, win this one, take this one out. I mean, he's on a streak a little bit, so I'm taking him to win this one. All right, all right. I'll go opposite here. I'll go Holland. Uh, I've looked at some of his stuff today. I think I, yeah, I actually saw him fight. Uh, didn't he fight uh, during the pandemic a little bit? Yeah, I think he, did. So. he did. Seen he him fight then. Um, he beat Stewart in the measurables and like the height and reach, so I'll go with that. I like guys like that. Um, then they can get a little bit more range with it. And he seems to be uh, – he, well, he definitely has more experience, and I think he'll just come in pretty aggressive. I think he's one of those that's uh, very willing to to uh, throw some punches, throw some kicks. So um, I'll roll with him here. Well, all right, then. I like it. Okay. Well, next you got the women's strawweight bout, Randa Marcos versus Mackenzie Dern. Not going to lie, people. I don't know much about them, too. <laughs> I mean, the I know a little bit about the Dern because Jordan's talked about her. I know a little bit about her. What did he say about her? Then? I he can't remember, but I've heard that name, man. I remember him talking about her some. I'm going to go Mackenzie Dern. She's ranked number 15. She probably got something to prove. I mean, the strawweight division is really interesting. I mean, you got uh, – um, dang, can't think of her name. Um, uh, uh, Wang Zhang Lee. I mean, she's mm-hmm. the champ right now. So, I really don't see nobody beat her, but – Mackenzie Durham probably want to make a run, so this is her chance. So I okay. take her in this one. I got to roll with it as well. Like I said, I've heard Jordan talk about the, her. I haven't heard him talk about much about that one. That's how I base a lot of my stuff. So I'm going to go with her. I think she, she only has one loss, so um, she's obviously pretty good. So I'm, I'm going to roll with her here. I think she'll probably come out swinging. Uh, we'll go for it. I'll go for Dern here. But next, you we would have had the light heavyweight bout, but it got canceled because of COVID. Uh. For Johnny Walker and Ryan Spann. So oh, we got to skip that one. But my boy, Cam Zach Chimez versus Jared Mearscat. All right. I'll, I'm going to give you all a quick note about Kazmat Chimez. Kazmat has fought, he fought two twice in the span of 11 days. The quickest turnaround in UFC history. He finished both guys in the first round. He already got a fight scheduled for next month which is in three weeks. He already got a fight scheduled. He's undefeated. He finishes everybody nearly in the first round. Mm-hmm. He has some incredible knockouts. He said he's going to finish Jared Miskart, and then he's going to go on, and I'm trying to think of who's got to fight next. Oh, man, I can't think of his name right now. But he's, got a, he's fighting another fight in that span. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and, he, and the funny thing is, this man was at 185. And then in the span of 11 days, dropped to 170 and won both fights in the first round. Do you know how crazy that is? Like, I don't see him losing this fight. Do I think it might end in the first round? I don't know. He's calling the first round knockout. So I'm going to go oh, with God. him. Asmat, first round finish. I'm taking him, baby. Let's go. 
Yeah, I think I saw this guy. It was it, he debuted in late July, right? I think it was one yeah. of those like yeah, and then he I think it was it was at the end of July, and so the next fight was like the next week. It was in like August. Yes. Um, yeah, he went ham. I, I was at I was at a Buffalo Wild Wings in Florida with my family on vacation, and me and my dad were watching it on the big screens while we were eating, and he was just dominating. I can't remember who he fought, but he dominated that one. And he really uh, made an impression on me. So um, I got to roll with him here. I've heard of Mearsharp before. We talked about him on this podcast. Um, and, of course, you know, he does have more experience here. So that's what he has in his favor. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I, it's, it's fun to roll with the risky guy, the guy that, you know, can offer that explosiveness, that first-round finish. So um, I'm, I'm going to roll with it here. Yeah. All right, then. Well, next, you know, a lot of people think this could be his last one if you don't come out on this one. Uh-huh. But – Donald Cerrone, a good old cowboy, versus Nico Price. Now, this is going to be a really interesting fight, man. I mean, I don't know, man. Look, Cowboy has lost his last four fights. You do got to remember who he has fought. He fought guys like Justin Gaethje, Conor McGregor. I mean, Anthony Pettis. I mean, the list goes on. He's fought the best of the UFC. And... He's come up short. I mean, only one of them, I mean, what, I think two of them was a finish. But, I mean, he's fighting tough guys. I think he finally gets that win. I think he finally ends that four-loss uh, uh, losing streak. I think he gets that win um, tomorrow night. I mean, yes, uh, tomorrow night. I do. Okay. I do. When, I, when I was looking at this fight, I was thinking very similar to you. I was like, hold on a second. This guy's got four losses. Surely he can't, you know, make it five. Surely, you know, because we talk about it all the time on the show whenever we're making our picks. But once you start getting those consecutive losses, they start adding up. And then eventually you see yourself out. And, you know, that's the last thing you want as a fighter. You know, you want to keep fighting. I I wanted to talk myself. At first I was leaning Cerrone. I I was trying to talk myself into it. But, man, he just just hasn't been doing so good here recently. And I'm not saying that the guy he's fighting is like anything real special, but – um, you know, he is younger. He does have a lot to prove. I don't know. I, I think I'm going to roll with Price here. He, he has – he fights pretty aggressive. I watched some of his highlights. He does have the reach advantage here as well. Um, I, I'm going to go with it. I, I don't – you know, I'm not necessarily happy to do it because, of course, you know, Cerrone's a big name in the UFC, one that people know. He's in the commercials. You know, you see him in those protein – the P4 commercials that they have during the UFC stuff. So, um, definitely like him. Definitely don't want to root against him. But um, I, I just have to pick against him here. I mean, you got a good point, you know. Um, Cowboy just, man, he just – he said he has his own and off days, and a lot of people make a case that he possibly could have won his last fight against Anthony Pettis. He um, really that could have. Fight, That's a good thing to know. You know, it was really close, and a lot of people thought he did win. Yeah, but I remember watching that It will be interesting. But now we go to the main event. All right. Kobe Covington versus Tyron Whitley. And, man, let me tell you something, bro. Covington, you know, his last fight against Kamara Usman, if anybody ever saw that, go and watch that fight. That is probably one of the best five-round fights you'll see. Um, It was between two wrestlers, to be honest, and not a single one went for a takedown. It was all strikes. Mm. It was some of the loudest hitting strikes I've ever heard between those boys. Him and Usman went at it. If you want to look at that excited Usman fight, go watch that one. That showed off Kobe Covington's striking. Now, you go to Tyrone Woodley. Tyrone Woodley has been sparring with Jorge Masvidal for this fight, who used to be teammates with Kobe Covington. No so, joke. 
Tyrone Woodley has lost the last two uh, ten rounds. He lost to Usman five rounds in a row. He lost to Gilbert yeah. Burns five rounds in a row. Yeah. He said he's coming back being the beast he used to be. Man, Tyrone Woodley is one of my favorite fighters. I don't know. I am so up in the air on this fight because Tyrone Woodley, his mind is not in it, but I think he's coming. I think he comes back. I think he's like, this is it for me. Like, if I don't, like, Tyrone Woodley, you don't win this, you don't never get a, really, you ain't never get another title shot, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. Your title chances are gone losing this fight. The mm -hmm. best chance for you to get another title shot, you have to win this one. This, you have to. Kobe, if Kobe wins this one, he automatically gets a title shot because he's ranked number two. So, yeah. all said and done, I'm going Tyrone Woodley, man. He's my boy. I love, I'm excited, man. I love, I mean, I'm, I'm, that, that, this is a gut pick. This is more of a gut pick more than a mind pick. Yeah. If I had to get my money, probably coming to Okay. But I'm going with Woodley. I'm going okay. with Woodley. I, your heart set. Like All right. Yeah. yeah, I remember when we uh, we were previewing the fight against uh, against Burns, and we actually, you know, we, I think we ended up picking, you know, Woodley in that one. We were riding high on him, and, you know, we said, you know, Woodley's a beast, you know, but he actually he came out that fight, and he was everything but it. And uh, Burns dominated him in every facet. Like, he, he – it was no competition. Like, even toward the end, like, um, I don't know, Burns was just, like, toying with him at the end. Like, he was, like, pretty much begging him, please, you know, you know, I want you to fight me. I don't, you know, I'm not going to try to get it. Yeah. And, um, you, you know, you make a great point about his mind not being in it. Covington does have a lot to fight for here as well because, like you said, as being where he's at, if he wins this one, you know, he's probably looking at a championship fight. So, I looked at it. I'm going to go Covington here. I, I, I like having that animosity. I like us picking mm. two different, uh, you know, people here. Mm. So I'm going, to, I'm going to roll with Covington. We'll, we'll see it happen. Um, I don't know. I, I think he's got what it takes. Like you said, he's proven the striking ability. He's already, he was already a pretty good wrestler, right? And I, yeah. I think I think it'll uh, all come to this. And, you know, we'll see him probably in a championship bout here soon. Yep. Well, yeah. that's going to be really interesting. Should be, a good, season, so. should be a good little card. And then, of course, next week. You know, we got to get a UFC show in. We're going to be bringing the boys on, Blake Corrigan boy. and Jordan Meadows, because, you know, we got some big stuff popping. Uh, with Israel. Oh, boy. Let All me right. tell y'all something. Y'all viewers, listeners, please, next Saturday, y'all must get down and watch that UFC fight. Paula Costa versus Israel Adesanya. Israel is a fantastic entertainer. He's a fantastic fighter. If anybody looked at his last fight, disregard that fight him and yo romero that was just a out of the blue fight mm -hmm. but this for him between him and paula costa paula costa is going to walk forward the entire fight and throw nothing but bombs there's no there's no soft punch with paula costa uh -oh. he only throws bombs they've been jawing they've been talking trash bro it's been, yes. it's been a lot of trash talk so this, <laughs> this is gonna be good it's gonna be really good this is gonna be good man so y'all are gonna want to listen in for that one that's gonna be next friday's for sure, because uh, we, we want to make sure we get all those picks in. We want to make sure that, um, of course, we're not doing that in the early week because things can change, obviously, like this, uh, the one fight in this card that got canceled. So um, mm -hmm. you'll be that's, – that's a big one that's coming, guys. So be sure to listen in. Torres, do, you, do we want to do another uh, maybe possible uh, $20 giveaway thing here where we yes. let people predict some, uh, some fights – or not some fights, but the, the scores of the games in the NFL? Let's do week? that then. Let's do all that. Right. Yes, people, all right. Let's predict. I want y'all to pick one game easily. Pick one any NFL game. game. 
any game. Except for season. except for Thursday nights, because that's gonna I'll, be over. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the only way you can't pick it. You know, you know, somebody I'll try to pull it out. Somebody <laughs> I'll try to pull that crap. But pick one um game from week two. Mm-hmm. All right. You once you pick your one game, you gotta have the winner and the perfect score. And if you accomplish both of those, you'll win twenty dollars from me and Tyler from the TNT podcast. Free. That's all you gotta yeah. do. There yeah. you go. Follow us. You first, you got to make sure you follow us. And then, boom, pick your game. Boom. You know, make sure you follow and you'll get an easy $20. So, that's it. You know, let me see. I, so, let me yeah. see how good y'all are predicting out there. For sure. You had a few close. Yeah, yeah very close. close. Very close. One point off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, follow One us. That's hey, TT underscore podcast on Instagram. You need to like it, follow us, share that with others so they can get in with it too. And then you'll be uh, you'll be entered to win. Of course, you have to you know make your prediction as well. But uh, other than that, give us a follow on uh, on Twitter at the TNT Podcast, and you know be sure to like and subscribe to us on uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Do yourself a favor, subscribe, man. It, it doesn't take much time. It takes one click, helps us out, helps you out, and uh, you know of course we appreciate the support, guys. So uh, thank you so much for listening in, and we'll see you next time. Boom.